0: You're listening to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast bringing you opinions not heard anywhere else. We cover everything in the world of football, basketball, and gambling. Woo! No, no. Stepping up to the mics, your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast giving you opinions not heard anywhere else. I'm your host, Brad Wakai, alongside my co-host Tyson Gentry. And Tyson, we got a special episode today, man. Like, we're wasting no time. We're not doing what we normally have done throughout the college football season. We're just doing one episode, a bowl game betting special, where all we focus on are the bets that we're placing to end the college football season. Yes, yes. And the way you
1: made that phrasing there, uh, to end the college football season, makes me think I need to go put one more on the bet slip here uh, for the end of the show. (laughs)
0: So we got a lot coming to you. It's fun. It's bowl season. I was frustrated earlier in the year that I'm like, oh wait, that's right. These games are literally fake. Why am I getting frustrated? Like, just you don't need to be betting crazy amounts of money. Like these no, like, insane things happen. In
1: fact, like we would, I would uh, caution against that. Like nobody knows what's going to happen in most of these. We're playing. This is all vibes
0: a lot of these angles are are vibes angles that's for sure. We got tons of opt-outs, transfer portals running rampant, yada yada. Um before we jump into it, Tyson and I previewed the New York 6 New York the New Year's 6 bowls. We'll be touching on some of those. I'm sure that we're playing actual angles on, so go check out that episode later in the week. And then also we're going to be previewing the college football playoff itself. We're going in depth. We're giving you breakdowns, things like that. So make sure <laughs> to check that episode out as well. So We're going to be starting off here with our bowl game special. you're
1: listening to this one first is because we were too dumb to realize that some of the games we're going to talk about happened before. uh, (laughs) Like, we got to get this episode out now, or else nobody's going to know.
0: Well, Tyson, that's what happens when you come out of the holiday season, man. Like, we we just completely lost track of, of time on Christmas, around Christmas for us. Like, it's crazy.
1: I know, yeah, I'm still confused what day of the week it is. I'm not totally sure uh, where I'm at most of the time. I know that uh, I haven't been hungry in about four days.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's, you got a lot of leftovers and you got a lot of food getting crammed down your throat, dude. I'm in the same boat with you. I'm like, oh, geez, what is happening? So, Tyson, bowl game betting special. We want to give that little intro here, but we got to flip it, flip the switch, money making time. Let's go. This is the last chance that we're going to be able to make some cash on college football. Bowl wise, we got the national championship, and then we're going to be crying as we wait for football to happen and college wise. So this is going to be fun. Let's have some fun on these picks. I have ten. Tyson, you got, you said you got the ten as well. I got the ten.
1: Okay, normally well, we I'm don't the line, but it's it's a special occasion. Exactly.
0: So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to you because you are the the winner of the regular season
1: would you results. Call it
0: let's say. Uh, so you're gonna you're gonna get the honors box here.
1: Well, now I don't. I don't know where I want to go first, Brad. How about um, where I'm going to go first is something uh, that I think a lot of people feel. It's something we just talked about uh, in one of our episodes. I'm going with Georgia minus 19 and a half. Uh, go listen to our New Year's Six breakdown. I won't get too in depth here uh, on on this show, but I I have a strong suspicion that a message is going. Uh, to be sent or a statement is going to be made it just doesn't make sense how kirby's got these guys uh like mind control ask like no, you know you're all gonna show up and play and you're gonna play hard and they're all like hell yeah we are <laughs>
0: tyson i'm with you man let's go georgia minus 19 and a half it's uh, the mismatch on paper and we'll talk about it more in depth on our preview episode but i mean my goodness gracious it, just the opt-outs that are here it's sickening for florida state like the, first of all, the second strings for Georgia probably can at least compete with the starters for Florida State, and now you're going to take Florida State starters out of the equation. This is a this is a bloodbath waiting to happen. So we're going to ride with the SEC boys here. Let's go Georgia minus 19 and a half for us both.
1: And I'm going to stay with the SEC boys, but these ones I don't, I still don't know if they truly count. Brad, we were texting about this earlier today, and we were talking vibes uh, to start. The purest vibes play on the board for me is Missouri money line uh, against Ohio State at plus 122. Sometimes things just mean a little more, or there's like positive, uh, like these dudes want to cap the best season in the history of Missouri. Ohio State, like. I'm sorry, I don't believe that in their heart of hearts these guys are super excited about maybe earning a top-five finish if they win this. You know what I mean? Like, it's just – it's the stakes are different in this game.
0: (laughs) Dude, I'm with you. Two in a row. How about that Missouri money line? Back-to-back. All right, so Tyson and I, we're either going to be eating together or we're going to be crying together. There's no – there's no in between. But – I mean, we pointed it out on the, or we we're going to point it out in a preview episode, just kind of po- looking through Ohio State's out here, like not to get too in depth, but you lose your starting quarterback. You lose a bunch of guys on the, they're expected to not have a lot of guys who are going to be in the NFL on the defense. Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to play. Like that greatly impacts what you're going to be able to do on offense. And Devin Brown didn't really show anything that makes you think, oh, yeah, come into a stop, a stop spot here and let's elevate the offense. So I'm, a, I'm with you. Missouri vibes, money line plus 122. Let's get some juice on the board.
1: Oh I'm staying I think this might be the juiciest board I've ever put together all of, I'm almost strictly playing underdogs uh this week cuz I don't know what the heck's going to happen so let's uh let's try to make some money uh where we can speaking of that Brad you know, there's only four power conferences left in America, right? Like it's no longer the power five, but we do have the Pac two and we have Oregon State playing Notre Dame at plus 188. Give me Oregon State because I envision a graphic at the end of the weekend with some insur- absurd number of wins for the Pac 12 versus the losses that they had. And we're all going to be sitting there going, damn, I'm going to miss that.
0: I mean, that's just or, the, like, or nice maybe player. if
1: this happened maybe if this happened before you there would still be a power five conference on the west coast
0: right and of course it took like to the last year of the pac-12 existence to be like man this team's actually good like we could have two guys that actually get into the college <laughs> football playoff <laughs> that would be awesome so i'm i'm with you here on oregon state now i'm not i don't have the balls to play them on the money line so i'm going to take them plus six and a half and a lot of this has to do with how, who is opting out. Now, both these teams are going to be pretty barren here. I mean, Oregon State, they lost their head coach, Jonathan Smith. He's at Michigan State. Uh, DJU, their starting quarterback, he transferred uh, in the transfer portal. Their backup QB, Aiden Childs, he's in the transfer portal. So, you got a bunch of different stuff here. Ben goldbranson you know, started the final eight games of 2022. He's going to get at the start, so they're going to have guy a uh, guy here at least who has experience. But Tyson, my God, you want to talk about Notre Dame, offensive coordinator gone, starting center, starting three wide receivers gone, new starting tight end gone, their backup wideout gone, safety, safety out, opt outs, Sam Hartman, starting running back, starting right tackle, left tackle and this two starting cornerbacks, their starting linebacker and defensive back see you later this to me this is insane Oregon State might run the ball will on this team
1: <laughs> that be insane. well that's what. it's an important point uh before we get too much farther in the show and honestly we should uh mention it in the other ones the that you look like an owl when you're watching bowl games uh, these days in college football because it's just who <laughs> who who all over the field like you've never you've never heard of these guys and if you have it's because you're a sicko um, and we love you Brad my next play here let's keep it on the west coast baby Arizona's gonna beat Oklahoma minus one twenty-two. That's what I just again, Oklahoma, the fantastic season. Much better than I thought they were gonna do at the end of the year. In the middle of the season, you and I were saying, like, man, how wrong were we on this Oklahoma team? Never really stopped to think about, like, oh, Arizona's actually put together a heck of a season themselves too, right? And uh Dylan Gabriel gone. We'll see what that looks like or what uh how that affects Oklahoma here. But um Look, man, I'm riding with the West Coast because
0: I don't, I'm never going to get a chance to do it again. I'm getting nervous, man. I'm with you, Arizona money line. <laughs> again, this is feast or famine for, for Tyson and I here. But again, you want to talk about a vibes thing. So, like you said, Dylan Gabriel starting cornerback transferred. So, Jackson Arnold, talented guy. He's going to start, but their offensive coordinator, Jeff Levy, he's the new head coach at Mississippi State. So, you're going to have that something on short term notice here, really. Um, Two, Three of the running backs are transferring, starting left guard in the transfer portal, two offensive guards in the transfer portal. Now, these are backup guys, but if you're losing players like an opt out from their starting right tackle, then starting center, you need depth. You need it. And Oregon, I'm sorry, Oklahoma is not going to have that. Arizona, Tyson. The only guys leaving this program in the transfer portal are people who got reduced snaps, didn't quite fit with what Jed Fish is looking for, and they're in an opt-out from their left tackle, Jordan Morgan, who's probably going to be an NFL player. Everybody else is back. Everybody else is hungry. like They want to bring Arizona football back, and I think they can do it with a big statement win over Oklahoma.
1: I don't know if you guys are noticing a theme here, but maybe after my next one, SMU minus 10 and a half. Fantastic season for SMU. Ten and a half against Boston College. I know about who's not playing. I know everything going on. This is a this is a situation where this, what are they, 17 in the country, 21 in the country, something like that. Um, they're looking to finish off a fantastic season as well. There's a lot of guys in that building that, um, you know, this wasn't supposed to happen when they showed up at SMU. Boston College, similarly. Like, these guys, you didn't expect them to be here. But um, at ten and a half, I, I just – I struggle to not – root for some of the storylines at this point of the year
0: that'd be a good win for smu it really would another good win here i'm thinking nc state money line um against kansas state now will howard is in the transfer portal he's already committed to his new school so you know what's that offense going to look like for kansas state now on the flip side the, the interesting thing here about NC State is MJ Morris. He's in the transfer portal. He was their starter for a while, but he didn't play after week 10. They went back to Brennan Armstrong. This is his last hurrah. He was getting booed when he was on the field by NC State fans. He was supposed to re- uh, reunite with his coordinator that he had at Virginia. It's supposed to be a fun little last year for Armstrong. It was horrible for NC State. Not a good way to go out, but it's started playing himself back. They're ranked. I think this could be a nice little you – know, you know in bowl season how college careers always end fun. I yes. think this could happen for Brendan Armstrong. Now, NC State does have people in the portal, two running backs, not necessarily on the high on the depth chart, a couple wide receivers that weren't on the depth chart, actually three of them. So they're losing some depth pieces, but really none of the studs, none of the starters. And we know Dave Dorn gets these guys fired up and ready to play. So give me NC State on the money line. We're getting them for plus money right now.
1: Yeah. That's, again, this is what bowl season's is all about. Brad, one thing that's – just again, can't escape my mind is it just doesn't feel fair to Liberty to do this to him. I'm going with the Oregon minus 16 and a half. I think I'd be comfortable with this, the same number George Georgia's at probably even a little more because this is an Oregon. I really think that this is uh, like, they're approaching this, like they're playing in a big game. And a lot of times, like when Tulane beat USC last year or uh, Boise state beat Oklahoma, a lot of times like pick whatever small school beating a big school that was really good. Um, Those big schools had guys that didn't really care, right? Or how many times do we see the SEC, you know, after bowl season, the teams that didn't make the college football playoff, they get rolled and then it's like it doesn't matter. This It matters to this Oregon team. And they're just flat out 25 points better uh, than Liberty is on Liberty's best day in Oregon's.
0: I, mean, I am surprised to see how many players are playing for Oregon. Like it's a, it's a tribute to what they have built there, what Dan lanning has got going on. Honestly, Bo Nix, because I think if he would have opted out, how many you know his guys on offense? I think few more of them might have decided to opt out as well. Tyson, I have an angle in this game. I'm going to take the over, and it may seem square, but I mean these offenses can go, and we see what Oregon does to teams when they're way above their league. That could be the case here with Liberty, or if Oregon scores 40, maybe even 50. I got a hard time thinking that Liberty's not going to be able to spread out Oregon and get some points of their own. Like Washington was able to do that effectively against Oregon. Other teams this season have been able to at least score a little bit on them. Uh, Liberty is, is really efficient. They have a good quarterback, Caden Salter. If they can at least score a couple touchdowns here, I think, we, I think we could get this and then some if Oregon decides to bring their A game and they bring that attitude. So over 66 and a half for me.
1: How much fun would a Liberty versus Colorado game be?
0: Oh man, that would be fun. You want to talk about an over. You can play it up to eighty.
1: Yeah, that might and now I'm now I'm a little bit upset that we're we're never gonna get to see these two versions of these teams match up. Uh I'm gonna get into the college football playoff and stuff now. Is that where you're at as well, or you still got some more kind of
0: I have one CFP, one New Year's six, and another one. No, that's that's not true. I have four that's not. No, three that's not and one CFP.
1: Okay. Wait, how did I? I must have deleted one out of here that I didn't mean to. Regardless, I'm taking Alabama money line. Go listen to the college football playoff breakdown to find out why I think that this is going to be another instance of like, oh yeah, that's what happens.
0: Tyson, I can't play it with you unfortunately because I took an early number and so I, I can't get there. I mean, but you know me, man. I mean, we were we were breaking this down. You know, go check that out. Uh, you're plus one hundred six for you here for, for Alabama. I mean, it just feels like really you're going to go against Nick Saban. Like that—that's the best way you want to go about it. I'm not sure, but I, I have another play coming up from the CFP, a different angle. But Tyson, I got to go here. You want to talk about vibes? How about this? How about a way to send off your legendary coach and a legend in the program? Let's go, Wyoming, yes. on the money line here minus one hundred sixty. That's what we get against Toledo. Ah, uh, jeez. For me, you love Toledo. I do, man. I love Toledo. But Craig Bull announcing he's going to retire after this game. He, he wanted to stay. He's, you know, he's going to be a sign. art. like these guys are going to be fired up for this legend. Their offensive coordinators, you know, he's gone taking over the new head coaching job at North Dakota State. That's interesting. And their starting cornerback Colby Taylor's gone. But I mean, this is going to be a fired up team. And Tyce on the flip side, Daquan Finn starting QB for Toledo, stud. Transfer portal. Tucker Gleason, 69 career snaps is going to start against this Wyoming defense. They're starting left guard who has 838 snaps. Vinny Scuri for Toledo. Transfer portal, come on now. Give me Wyoming. Great way to send, say uh, goodbye to your program legend. Wyoming's going to win this football game minus 160. Craig
1: Boll deserves to be on whatever Mount Rushmore uh you want to build. I mean, that built the most insane <laughs> card football program of all time. And now he's, you know he turned Wyoming into a respectable program, but I probably should have mentioned this like while we were going. I said, this was going to be my play of the week, but I already gave out the two separate ones. Um, if you play a Georgia Bulldogs minus 13 and a half ticket, and Oregon ducks minus 13 and a half ticket, at least here in Montana, I don't know what it is uh, for everybody else out there. Uh, it's plus plus one thirty two, And that that's a bet that I like quite a bit. I think they're both going to win by two touchdowns. I already took uh, the individual spreads. We're all scatterbrained uh, here today. It's the holidays. Who cares? Um, i I think if I can get plus money on my two favorite bets of of the week, then I it's the end of the year. You gotta do it.
0: That's your play of the week, right? You, you text me a reminder yeah, we'll Did, do it. We'll, like, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We'll we we'll call it okay. that. I still got more in the in the slip here, but
0: Okay. Uh, no worries. Yes. But I you said don't let me forget this. So I'm gonna put it out now so we don't forget that because I know we can get a little crazy here, especially we're giving out ten games and in different areas to attack. But I, we'll we'll mark that down as your play of the week, because I know that's what you really wanted to here. So plus 132 for you there. For me, Tyson, I, I'm I'm doing it one last time. Why would I not have one more chance to bet on my favorite team where I can either be happy that they're going to win, pissed that they're going to lose, or ecstatic that they're going to cover and absolutely devastated that they're not? So give me Penn State minus one uh, minus four and a half against Ole Miss in the Peach Bowl. This is a big game for Penn State, too. And we're going to talk about a little bit like why this is, might be the most exciting game in our preview of the New, New Year Six Bowls. Like this might be the most exciting game that we see because at least the most competitive, uh, because both these teams are playing for something like they really want to compete and win in this football game. So I think Penn State's got a better defense. I actually think their offense is going to be better. You know, the further away you get it from Mike Yersich, I think the <laughs> more positive we're going to get for the Nittany Lions. So give me Penn State minus four and a half.
1: So I remember when I said that I think I deleted one out of my bet slip. I did, uh, Brad, and it's Ole Miss money line plus 162.
0: (laughs) I figured I got to put some stink
1: on it here. It feels like we started the year so hot uh, playing Penn State spreads and money lines, and we were in lockstep every every step of the way. And then we kept doing it, and we kept losing. And so for your sake, I am taking the Ole Miss Rebels. I do believe uh, that the – Uh, There's the tempo and the angles that their offense creates is going to be something that Penn state hasn't seen. Um, I I don't know, you know, if that's going to mean that Ole Miss wins the game. I'm doing this for my friend so he can watch the college he went to and the college he loves win the biggest game uh, that they, you know, that will be the biggest game they've won in quite some time.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know what? I appreciate that. You're looking out for me. So here's the deal. Either you're going to be right. (laughs) And and at least I can be happy for you. Yes. Or you're going to be wrong, and at least I'm going to be happy either way. That would be bad, I guess, for our betting sense if Penn State wins by a field goal because we both lose. But at least I'll be happy because Penn State wins.
1: Yeah, and then I'm happy for you. I mean, I'm not This is, I'm not lighting the bankroll on fire here on the Ole Miss-Penn State game. I think this one is going to be maybe too close to call.
0: Okay, so I got one more, Tyson. This is the, my college football playoff play before I get into my play of the week. So, I'm going to go Washington plus four and a half. Now, I, I think there's going to be a different winner. Um, Go listen to our preview that we're going to be coming out because we're, we go in-depth on these different things. I think there's going to be a different winner, but I think four and a half is just way too much for this game. I like how
1: you're teasing it like, who could that winner be in a game of two teams?
0: True. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah, it's not a horse race. <laughs> i <laughs> So I got, I'm going to take the points with Washington here. Now, this would be an insane middle. Texas, I think, is going to win the game. But I think Washington's going to cover. So I think it's obviously a three-point game. My, what's an exact on Texas by three? Maybe I should <laughs> look into that. If we're going to do the horse betting sense here. But Washington has been disrespected all year. And I was one of the teams that disrespected them against Oregon twice. I paid the price twice. And I just think you know they're gonna be fired up for this one. Calen De Boer's an intense guy. Like they got they got ways they can attack Texas. Texas has ways they can attack Washington. I think it's gonna be fun. And I think it's gonna be a field goal game.
1: Washington was the only team uh that was nice to me during this college football betting season. I'm taking Washington money line at plus one fifty two. I have a half play left. Uh do you want me to and listen to the college football playoff breakdown again? Uh but Brad, I just have to slip it in before the year ends. We have the Montana Grizzlies playing in the national championship. They're sitting here at plus 370. The line opened. It was a little bigger, uh, and we did do a show. So <laughs> i got to do it now uh, and throw that down. I, look, South Dakota State is probably the best FCS team that we've seen in quite some time. So I, maybe fade me if you would like. But um, it's my alma mater. It's it's the place that I live. Go Grizz.
0: No, I love that. We had so many comments on our YouTube. Also a Grizz fan said, go Grizz, which was awesome to see. I'm from uh, same hometown as Tyson. I didn't go to U of M, but I got to root for these guys, man. Of course. Why would same you know hometown as
1: me, and same grew up in the same city as Junior Bergen. So you're you're well connected here, huh? You got you so. have both
0: angles. I know. So I got it. That's why I got to go for the Grizz. I mean, of course. I'm not a I'm not a trader here. I'm not a Benedict <laughs> Arnold. So I'm. It's all Grizz here, baby. I love it. Tyson, my play of the week. You want to talk about an angle here? You're gonna love this one. I'm taking Rutgers on the money line <laughs> against Miami. Now, why in the world would you bet Rutgers against Miami? Well, I'll tell you, folks. Do you know where this game is being played? Yeah. This is the Stripe Bowl in Yankee Stadium, and we got a Gabagool Rutgers team coming in to Yankee Stadium. Got a bunch of Jersey kids, grew up idolizing the Yankees. We got players playing this game who want to play. Kyle Monagai, the starting running back, He's set to come back for another season. It was potentially he might have transferred, may gone the NFL, whatever the case may be. Only one opt-out from Max Melton, their star cornerback. That's it. Everybody else is playing. They lost some depth pieces. Nobody else really of note. Look at the other team, Miami. Tyler Van Dyke starting wide out, gone. Starting wide receiver Colby Young, out. Uh, starting linebacker, starting edge, two, three other, uh, two other edge rushers. Opt-out, Starting sa- two starting safeties, starting defensive tackle, starting center, starting left guard. See you later. Uh, really? They want to come up in the New York around this time of the year. They're going to want to bang. They didn't want, they don't want to bang down low in Miami. And now you're going to play. These kids are going to be inspired on Yankee stadium. Want to make a statement for yourself. Give me Gabagool. Give me Gandolfini. Give me Rutgers or give me death. Play of the week Rutgers money line.
1: This is why you stick around to the end of shows, because I think this is the only podcast or really content in America where the the payoff is going to be a Rutgers Moneyline bet. I love that.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I knew you were going to like that angle. I knew you were going to like that angle. Uh, okay, let me just go through. So that I think I got all mine in. Did you get all yours in?
1: Yes, unless I believe okay. something else, but I don't think
0: so. I think I got all mine. Okay, sweet. So anything else that you want to give before we get out of here? I know you like to play sometimes some, some funky ones, anything that you like, not official, but uh, anything that you're looking at.
1: Oh I think like if you're on FanDuel I think um messing around with the hypotheticals makes some sense here uh before the you know the games and if you're wrong you're wrong but if um it, like if you right now really believe it's going to be Alabama Texas or you think it's going to be Alabama Washington or whatever you can get done on early um again I I would rather probably just <laughs> parlay those two games uh and go that route but if you're somebody who likes kind of messing around there that's that's my recommendation
0: and tyson of course we got the itch i mean we're playing games but if we're watching we're live betting where can they find those picks it'll be in the
1: chalkboard app uh you can find it on the app store google play wherever you download your apps group name is iswis presents the round table pod there will be more uh bowl games it, brad i i have a sneaking suspicion uh that as new year's gets closer and uh you know the drinks start flowing that that chopboard <laughs> app might start blowing up a little bit more uh which is good for us it just type that name in we'll let you write in it's free uh it's it's just a good time and let us know how you're ending the college football season there were so many opportunities today uh we're we're on the same page where if you've been listening to the show you can fade us in all you could parlay those five games together and you might have a great start to 2024.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well said, Tyson. This is our last chance that we get to bet college football, really, and so we want to take full advantage of it. If if you want,
1: just take those five, fade us, and get get your money to
0: start twenty (laughs) twenty four. In the meantime, guys, we appreciate you watching. As always, like, subscribe, and share the show. If you're if you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button on the way out. If you're listening in podcast form and you have it rated. Or reviewed giving us five stars please do that if you haven't already it does help us out again we we appreciate your support from the bottom of our heart we don't want to take advantage of that um, but we do it does help us out so if you if you like what you're listening to please go ahead and do that it, it does help us in the long run and then don't be a stranger i mean come connect us on socials x instagram tiktok it's the same handle at iswis underscore pod so we've been alluding to it. we got our new year's six bowl previews coming out and our college football playoff in-depth preview coming out as well. like we, we dive into these, look at different stats, where we think teams can take advantage of that. So that's coming out later in this week, so t- stay tuned. Also, an NFL betting preview as we continue to churn through that season. So we got you covered here. So we'll speak to you all soon. Till then, guys, peace. Thanks for listening to the I Said What I Said podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review the show so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of I Said What I Said.